0: So this week on Three Sides of the Coin, we are joined by the amazing Bruce Killick and Todd Kearns, who if you have not seen any of the footage from their band on the cruise, you need to hurry up and search that right away. Um, we talk about the new show coming up on the 30th at Vamped in Vegas. And we talked to Todd also about some Slash's slash new album and some also tour dates coming up in the spring. And we also talk about Versus thing with
1: the, uh, but what we don't talk about is we don't talk about cool running water, or waterfalls, or large bodies <laughs> of mean, water, pee.
2: <laughs> or, or <laughs> drinking a lot of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <I'm> <laughs> a- mm. Oh, <laughs> hey, oh, oh. Mm. Um, uh, mm.
3: Lee, Lee, Lisa's been doing the pee pee dance for the last fifteen <laughs> minutes with us. <laughs>
0: oh i know i've been dying over
2: here this is three sides of the coin talking all things kiss i want
3: to rock and roll all
2: night you're listening to three sides of the coin hey
3: everybody welcome back to another episode of three sides of the coin it's a special show this week you get all four of us plus two more coming up it's going to be a great show tommy Screw reading comments. We've pretty much given up completely on the fact that we'll ever read comments again. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Is that your Christmas gift to me?
3: Exactly. <laughs> that is our Christmas gift to Tommy. You don't have Good. any work to do around here anymore. <laughs> oh, finally, it only took
1: eight years. The weight oh, is off my shoulders now.
3: I I will make a quick mention that nine years ago today, we recorded recorded the very first episode of three sides of the coin really the seven i don't remember that yeah I don't remember that. <laughs> well we've, we've remastered those early episodes yeah. changed the players that recorded them and stuff like that but yes so the i think december we had a few
1: problems but, we fixed them
3: i think december 12th yeah. is when the episode got released but we we recorded it nine years ago today Wow. And I know there's some people that are sitting there going, "How the hell are they still here? They are so crappy." Including right. us. Excluding what's us. your point? Yeah.
1: What? What? What's your point?
3: <laughs> what, when are we going to realize we are
1: crap? Yeah, we know we're <laughs> crap. You know, we talk killed...
2: about kiss every week for the last not yes, yes, we've nine the
3: <laughs> nine freaking years. This is episode 458. 458 weeks.
0: What are they going to do for, for 500? The
3: Seriously.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Quest? We'll Sorry. <laughs> I,
3: I tell you what, we'll for the 500th episode, we'll let you decide, Lisa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You get to put that whole show together. All right. I will. You've got. If we,
1: may, if we make it that long.
3: Yeah. It's a whole nother year. Yeah. So may, we, may, we may finally bite the dust
4: yeah
3: um but anyway seriously thank you for everybody who's been here for nine years because i know there are some of you that have been here since episode one Mm -hmm. fuck your
2: problem (laughs) how about all the ones how about all the ones who say they never watch but they could tell you about all four i know (laughs) You guys i haven't,
1: wa- I haven't watched in six yeah you said this i haven't watched in like four or five years but what Brandvold said last week really pissed me <laughs> off
3: <laughs> oh mark mark i don't know if you saw the comment on youtube i think no it wasn't on youtube it was in the cesspool somebody they were taught they were talking about the episode you and i recorded last week and somebody was, I think, complaining that, geez, it took Branville long enough to finally admit he got his box set. I'm like, <laughs> are you, that's what you're complaining about?
1: You're supposed to take out some kind of a Facebook ad. I I don't know. I don't know.
2: And by the way, I still have not gotten my. Pocket. Yes.
1: Yeah. You would not.
2: Yeah. I swear to God, I, I need I need to get something like pre-recorded. I'm not kidding. I, dozens today dozens of people going shoot your box and i just want to go <laughs> hit fucking you know canned answer canned answer well, mark,
3: mark as i said last week let's see it took 11 days for it to get to me from the day they mailed me my first shipping notice so on and day I've eleven, made, let me know
1: and i've made no effort to get one and i'm still going to get it before he does
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear to god i screenshot my well well Tommy, knows. joe joe asked me today and i took a fucking picture of my of my computer screen for the thing. it hasn't even made it to the ups thing it's still dhl it's been there for two days hasn't fucking moved dhl mm-hmm. by horse and buggy yeah right? i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me and so- it's
3: dhl from austin to houston and it still hasn't gotten there in two days
2: well, here's oh, hold on. It's, it's in Ohio now, but they said it's been in Ohio since the fourth. Hold on. Here's the, here's the part of the shit you can't fucking make up. What's today? Uh-oh. Seven. So mm-hmm. that was three days ago. Right. Hasn't fucking moved from Ohio just south of Cleveland. Okay. And it says whatever in DLA and what, what is it? Is that DHL? Is that- DHL. Yeah. And, it, and so I go, because there's two two separate routing numbers. There's the DHL one, and then there's the United Postal. States Postal. The Postal Service one says it's not there yet.
3: They haven't gotten it yet. We're waiting for
2: DHL. It. Yeah, so I'm like, I, again, you can't fuck this up. It would have been quicker for me to drive to fucking Cleveland and get it and come home.
3: No, you could have drove to Austin, got <laughs> it at the KISS yeah.
2: warehouse and come home. brought it back by now. Oh my God. That's what I mean. It's just like, not by now it's a parody it's just funny and and
3: and there still is not one statement from kiss
2: about what happened but if if you read a lot of the boards and stuff and especially ours it's not just us not just me no
3: no the only people people. the only people who are getting theirs are the ones who buy it from amazon i just i just who's now cheaper and will get it to you the next day I, I just
1: think it's fantastic that the two of you have really embraced all of those acting classes that you've taken because I almost feel like you don't have it well, and that you're just, you, you feel all no, I, the frustration I do. others
3: do. I do have it. Mine came in last week. Not me. But I can't do a review on the show yet until Mark gets his.
2: You probably got Mark's. Yeah.
0: Have you did? There's, Bobby, there's you fucking get
2: people. There's fucking people in Australia who ordered it from Kiss Online, so they say that fucking got theirs.
0: Mark, they're just singling you out.
2: I, I again, it's just the craziest fucking thing. It's just, and, and again, like I said, you can read. You know, there's tons of people on the we're, same board. Yeah, but we're, I'm like,
3: we're, we're not unique to this. You know, this is happening everywhere. Yeah. You know, and, and, and all we want really is just acknowledge this problem. How hard is it from a customer service standpoint to just acknowledge, we know there's a problem.
2: Hey, tell you what, let's, let's, uh, let's wrap. So, so,
3: so we got two guests coming up. One guy who used to be in kiss and one guy who plays with the guy who used to be in kiss.
2: And they're fucking awesome.
3: They are Bruce and Todd join us this week to talk about the kiss cruise show to talk about their upcoming show in vegas um actually we have a little discussion with bruce about kiss online customer service too (laughs) that's true too
2: he put it this way he's had some of the same problems he was in the fucking band exactly (laughs) it's crazy we we don't we
3: don't plan this stuff it just happens so anyway this is a very great interview with Bruce Kulick and and um, Todd Kearns. So let it roll, and we'll see you at the end.
5: Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and Shocker
2: T? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Happy,
4: happy, happy birthday. birthday.
5: Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you happy, happy birthday, birthday dear Lisa, Lisa. happy birthday, birthday
3: to, to you, you. So it's that
5: guy that sings the harmony at the end I'm that oh my guy god did we destroy that <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think thank you, you guys
4: I thought you nailed it that, except for Lisa of course because she can't you know it and
3: and, and and with and with that, everybody hit the stop button and is done watching. <laughs>
4: exactly. All right. Let's get the to the interview. I got a bit. I got a, I got company. I got busy stuff to do. I got things. All right.
3: So so if, if if all of our viewers and listeners don't know, we've got two guests joining us along with the full crew. So we've got like six people on the screen. Wow. We're joined by Bruce Kulick and Todd Kearns. Woo-hoo. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. Thank you for having us. So let's just get right into it. You got a little something happening later this
4: month, don't you guys? We booked a gig. shocking I know it's not <laughs> on a boat. We actually have a gig not on a boat. it's amazing
3: so, <laughs> Well yeah. isn't, isn't Las Vegas about the next closest thing to a boat? <laughs>
4: They yeah. call it The ninth island or something of Hawaii or so I was never mind that. We just, definitely
5: are in international waters here. Anything goes yeah. in, a, so in the middle a, of the desert. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Okay. So, so, so before we get into talking about it, just give us the details when, where, how much, all that stuff. So people will know where to go to get the,
5: get tickets and see you guys. Okay. Todd, you got that covered. Uh, I got some of it covered. December 30th, 2021. Yeah. Yes. Uh In and a mayor. I don't know when this is airing, but uh, it's soon, basically. And uh, it's so fascinating that uh, at Vamped, our good friend uh, Danny Coker from uh, Counting Cars—it's his club called Counts Vamped—one um, of the only freestanding rock and roll rooms in this city. Um, one of my favorite places in the entire city to play. Um, yeah. So everybody should come. I'm not sure on the details as far as okay, what, what,
4: what, 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 what time. The tickets will probably like the doors are eight o'clock and we'll probably get on the stage by nine, nine 30 latest, but the uh, tickets are available. There's a link through Bruce or you can go directly to vamp, which is real easy to find. It's V a M P apostrophe D. I know this thing's going to sell out and we're probably about two thirds already there. So don't dilly really dally. As I like to say to my wife in the morning, come on. <laughs> she she loves that she just loves it oh yeah
3: (laughs) wait a second is that a frying pan flying across the background there
4: (laughs) and you know we did offer i I did some promotion about a vip package and that just sold out last night okay it was very limited for like uh come to the soundtrack and get a goodie goodie bag and things like that and some autographed items but uh that sold out so but the tickets are available Uh, Still, from what I understand, and, it, you know, I'll be honest, uh, we were hoping that KISS would have been doing the residency, and it was always planned on a night in between their three gigs in December, and then they had some more coming up later in January, I think it was. But then on the cruise, we find out that it's gone, and then the band and and, uh, our closest people, the people we love around us, we asked, like, what do we do? Should we do the gig? And I got a resounding, go for it, okay? because there would be people that probably still had the tickets or just the local scene would really appreciate. They know Todd, Zach and Brent very well. I've played vamp many times years ago. I used to come in and sit in with Todd and Zach uh, when they they did the various times in a band called the sinners. Uh, And, and to be quite honest, it, it made sense to book it. It's not new year's Eve, but that's why we won't play too late, but it's the day before. And I think um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It really is. I'm also uh, looking forward to the music that we're going to choose. And I think, uh, you know, why not? I mean, I love the cruise performances, but we all live here in Vegas and we're all available to do it. So that's why we booked it.
3: You know, I got to say, you know, from a fan perspective, we've been waiting for you guys to book a show off the cruise ship forever. Everybody is just like, my God, when is Bruce taking this band out and doing some shows? Right. So first of all, thank you. Congratulations. And hopefully this is just the first of more shows.
4: Correct. And, and to be quite honest, the only thing preventing us has always been the scheduling. Look, we've just come out of a really crazy time. Okay. Sure. Obviously. Yeah. So we have that to deal with, but on top of it, generally, and, and Todd and Brent could tell you, I, I, I have so much respect for their, uh, very very long tours with slash that they've been doing for such a long time and then obviously right before the pandemic um i know that slash was able to be back in guns and roses and and they got real busy but todd you can tell them you guys did an album and during covid and he's going to go out there and tour again and <coughs> it, just scheduling wise we got to figure it out and when it makes sense we would like to do more but the one thing we know we can count on to close this very unusual year. Half a year of COVID, half a year of people starting to get out there. I've never been busier with Grand Funk, to be honest. And it's I've been great. always doing everything else, too. Todd, as well, has always been everybody. The whole band. Yeah. Zach got to play with uh, Corey Taylor. And that's been a great gig for him, playing guitar. And and he was on the, you know, touring on a bus and everything for a month and a half. And then he did another run with him. And, uh, you, you know, it, it, Brent and, those, and Todd do too. And so I don't I don't know how 2022 is going to shake out unless Todd you got some ideas you want to go over right now but <laughs>
5: yeah
4: <laughs> Quick. Well, let's band discuss meeting. this let's band plan meeting. this band yeah. meeting yeah. Yes. let's <laughs> plan the tour yeah. for next year I'm just trying to like get through to this like this is kind of like a nice little uh, icing on the cake of a unusual year but successful for everybody and thank god we're all uh we've lost some friends because of covid we all know that but thank god we're still doing what we love and the people want to hear us and the cruise was a damn miracle to be pulled off without yeah. any disasters and deaths and everything so and our performances of course will mm-hmm. live on through everybody's you know you know smartphones filming us and putting out videos and I've been sharing songs every week too that Lisa and I now I have a close up shot from the indoor gig so I'm going to keep sharing that because let's face it uh those gigs were really special so I want to share that uh so You know, it's been a great year, and I want to top it off with this big gig here locally. So I'm looking forward to it.
3: Do you have any, not that I'm asking you to reveal it, but do you have any surprises or special guests you're hoping are going to show up at this gig?
4: Well, I heard that Todd was going to perform in a Speedo. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, Mark, give him your blue Speedo, Mark.
5: What the Australians call a budgie smuggler. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know that No Your story, I, I didn't know either Yeah, he didn't know until just now I know yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, You know, it, look What's great about the band is that we've uh, Gone through so much material And I don't want to I don't think I'm going to disappoint anybody But on the cruise, I have to admit We go a lot deeper with the material Than what I'd like to do In a, in a local venue uh, for, for me all right, so one thing is I definitely want to do something from one of my solo records. So I'm not going to tell you what song, but I've already chosen something. And then I wasn't even brave about to do on the cruise, but I have no no issue with it at all doing it at a club. It's it's a club gig with my name on the marquee. We're going to do a song from one of my solo records. Here, you see rock. what I'm
0: wearing? Look what I'm wearing. And i hey, wear
5: Look
4: it out. That's I think great.
5: that's been the interesting conversation and even having it with you guys is you guys all know that when you're on the boat, You have fans who are invested. You have people who are, you know, no one's holding their breath to hear rock and roll all night and shout it out loud because we we know and love those songs. But, you know, when you come and see what we do, it's a very specific microcosm of, you know, of a particular place and time. And we learned very early on that you really can't dig deep enough. We may we may have actually challenged them this time with the Eric Carr uh, songs, but like the hardcores. They just, they can't get enough. So now when we take it out of the boat scenario, that's where we all kind of look at each other and go, well, what do we do? Because once you sort of, get, you're still going to have that hardcore is showing up, but how much, is, what percentage of that audience is just kind of coming as casual listeners or sort of casual kiss listeners? Like uh, they yeah. may have gone knee deep, they may have gone waist deep, but they aren't like all the way in like the rest of us. Right. Um, so when you're talking about something like time traveler you know and we all go, well yeah, of course. But I it's been an interesting conversation trying to figure out like well how do we navigate you know how making deep all do the you hard-cours. go basically yeah, exactly um, how do we keep the hardcores happy but also keep the you know the the, uh, the
4: the casual listener happy as well.
1: I would think if you just do a mix of stuff it'll do it.
5: I
4: think you know so. yeah and I, I don't think he, more he, to you, that you know and yeah. I definitely want to represent my era. I mean let's face it they're gonna be there because they love yeah. those years of kiss. It doesn't mean we can't do something a little askew of that if it makes sense. So that's been the conversation for us. The four of us have been texting back and forth okay. and discussing things and trying to balance um, what to do. The funny thing is just having way too much material to choose from, you know what I mean? It's a Instead good problem of- to have.
3: Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I think what I found really exciting about your, your recent cruise performance was You did dig deeper than just the albums you were on for KISS. Right. You know, we we always know Bruce flies the flag for 80s KISS, but you expanded that. And you know what? It was great because you went, you still went deeper into songs that KISS wouldn't have done. Right. But they fit perfectly for you guys.
4: Right. Well, keep in mind, and every and and I love the way we work together. First of all, we all really respect each other, and we're we we really care about each other. It isn't there, there's no ego, uh, you know, clashes with with these guys, and that's why I'm I'm so blessed to be working with them. But whenever we like, I, I'll be honest with you guys. For example, they sit there all of a sudden. Brent challenges me. Said we should do Exciter. Todd goes like, "Yes." I'm going like, <laughs> "What the hell do I have to do with Exciter? Lick it up." I don't even know who played guitar in it because they were going through, you know, different guys. Rick Derringer. Rick and, it Derringer. Was, yes. and, and then I'm like, oh, let me hear it again. I, I remembered it was a good song. And then I go, yeah, we don't want to do Creatures of the Night again. We don't want to do, you know what I mean? And we started, I started eliminating it, but my ego at first was like, wait a minute, why? You know, and then all of a sudden my openness and their excitement and then me hearing the song I'm going, we're going to kill it with this. And we're just going to blow their minds doing exciter even though
5: the yeah. it was a great opener yeah just the opener, opener is such an important factor we did king of the mountain we did uh creatures of the night so then it became like well what are we gonna do and we just somehow we all landed on exciter and went man that'd be really cool as a fan to hear that mm-hmm. song totally you know
4: so that worked but then a lot of the other stuff that got really deep eric Carr, i'll be honest i knew it was the 30th anniversary coming up just like three weeks from when the cruise was over, exact, just about exactly. So I, I, I'm, I'm living and breathing that I knew after the cruise I would come home and do a, not, not as long a video as I did for my brother because that was his life story, uh, and my relationship with him. The Eric Carr video that I created uh, rather quickly, which was very stressful for me, but I, I, I did the best I could in the time. It was was about thirty years. Well, thank you. But yeah. Honestly, a lot of, I looked at Todd, it was one of the few times I said something, you're on stage on the pool deck gig, and I said, like, did they know that song? You know, we were doing one of the Rockology songs, you know. Meanwhile, a lot of people wrote about it, and a lot of people of really yeah. celebrated the fact that we went there, and then when I finally offered the records that I got from the, when there, there was a label that did the picture, disc version of Rockology, and I finally offered on the site 50 of them, they sold out in two hours, okay? Wow. And I finally got back a few more because he had a few extras left over, and those are selling really well. So clearly, something resonated about rockology and Eric Carr, and and maybe that we performed it put it shed a new light on it. Okay, so that was one really deep thing that we did. And then let's face it, the other one that was huge, besides excited and the Eric Carr songs, is I you know I lost my brother in 2020. It wasn't COVID related, but it was in 2020. And I always I didn't even realize. Did I ever listen to Naked City? I'll be honest with you guys. I did, I knew a little bit the, the, the song, but not really. You know what I mean? Did I know all the killer songs? I'm guilty. No, I didn't. OK, that he contributed to. So here I am digging in with these guys and they're throwing it at me. And these guys meaning Brent, Zach and Todd. And I'm going like, yeah, we got to put this together. And then, of course, we got to do the Alive three ones. When I did his video, I didn't even know that the Rocket in the USA, for sure, if my brother played on it or not. I wasn't even sure. You know so there comes a 24 uh, 25 minute medley of bob kulick related kiss songs okay including the paul stanley stuff right mm-hmm. what a what a ride and it was torture to learn it torture to play it but i'm so glad we did it we put out that, that extra effort in you know are you go,
3: are you planning to do some sort of medley
4: tribute to bob at the I, show I, I'd rather stay away from the medleys at the one gig. You got to remember on the cruise, Michael, you know, you get two gigs. yep. So you can mix and match and you can mix it up. And if you notice, if you guys study set one and set two, and believe me, there's, there's a method behind my madness. And I usually sit down with some people I trust besides my wife and a, maybe an Uber fan. In this case, it was my friend from uh, Kiss Live Auctions because everybody else is running around the boat. Woohoo! You know, we're having a good time. You know, we're, we're out of the house. You know what I mean? We're We're doing something. But Peter Corey helped me, too, because I had a they had to be timed and everything. So one night we did a couple of the medleys, which was the Eric Carr one and the uh, uh, Bob one. And then the other night I stayed away from that. You know, and we did some of the coupled songs where we might do X and Sex and To Rock Hard and things like that. So I, I don't know, but I, I'm not saying we wouldn't pull something out of some of those. But I'm not uh, I don't want to do big medleys at the at the individual gig because I'd rather go and celebrate some of my hits too which we didn't really do in the, um, the cruise because we try to spend time yeah on... I
3: mean you, you you mentioned this earlier I mean even you are going to have a problem narrowing down a set list you've got so many great songs just associated to you and your era and what right. you've contributed to how yep. you know how do you pick from that
4: Well, that's what I mean. There's going to be compromises and everyone's going to have to understand that. But the important thing is that we play it with a lot of passion, whatever the choices are. I mean, look at all the years that Kiss gets criticized for a very limited, maybe a 30, 40 song choices that they have. And some tours is like probably 80 percent the same. You know, uh, I'm sure there's been some shows about that. But I, I know that, you know, my stuff isn't really represented. So I win anyway. You know what I mean? No matter what I choose on the 30th. So it's going to be fun.
3: Yeah, I, I I can't wait to see what you're gonna put together for this because I you know granted you plan it all out but it feels like it's a spur of the moment type of thing of like it's just you guys on stage going yeah let's just do this song now right I mean that's it feels so fresh like that
4: good, good. well it is because yeah. we don't do it every night and it isn't really like um you know we're really just going for it you know and the same thing on the cruise there's not gonna be much difference between Vamp. And, and a cruise gig except uh we don't have to worry about the weather uh, i i think <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know yeah.
1: like for me what i think the beauty of it is is i really don't care what you play it, it doesn't matter it's all so fun and surprising that to me that's what what's important so i honestly i don't care what you play because i know it's not going to be something i've heard a thousand times right you know that that's all that matters is that you're staying away from the songs that the band would play and you're you're doing other things that are familiar to a lot of people yeah but at the same time it's fresh
4: yeah and and i did want to mention that on on occasion during these even cruises the, the those three that we did we occasionally did play a song that was somewhat current for them but of course the way i'm going to present it with these guys and my band would be more live three version you know what i mean not you're right not, not the vintage style because you know that even eric singer when he uh you know became the, the you know had the drum seat again you know they didn't want him to play like that they wanted it to be more like you know not like peter or something but more like you're in the makeup version of the band it's a little different and and we know that tommy just Uh, Like I like to say, aces, aces, riffs, you know what I'm saying? Where I was never given that, that um, kind of direction at all, you know? So I was able to kind of like interpret ace, ace fortunately blesses that, which I'm very flattered by, of course. And we, you know, we respect each other, but Tommy does more like a very, very uh, honest, you know, like note for note, almost tribute, solid Mm -hmm. version of ace. So even if I did uh, something that they do, it's going to be, closer to the alive 3 version of the band Brent knows how to play it like Eric and or and and it's him version you know his version of interpreting her you know Bruce and I we- also that Paul and Zach I mean Todd and Zach do you know you know who's the gene you know who's the paul but neither one like some of the good tribute bands that are out there neither one really I mean Zach could sound a bit like Gene but he's still you know, he's still Zach. I still hear Zach in it. He's just yeah, a exactly, yeah. vocalist. And, and Todd, I always love, and this isn't going to be a stroke fest here, but I'm just saying you have Paul's range, but you don't sound like Paul Stanley. You just sound like a strong, powerful singer who gets rock and roll, who can emote. Paul, let's face it, he was, you know, like in my era, there's nobody better, especially with the high stuff and everything. So you, you interpret him, but you're not a clone of him. And that that makes all the songs fresh too.
5: Yep. exactly yeah it's more of and i think overall it's more of an homage more of a tribute than it is some sort of like faithful like you know repainting of exactly the same thing i don't think really anybody wants to hear that they just want to hear their songs played really well by a solid band exactly that's
1: exactly what it is for me And, and also too and bruce we've talked about this before for me seeing you guys play these live makes the songs come alive for me they just they sound so much heavier and full of life than they do on a lot of the records so i prefer the versions you're doing in many cases over what's been recorded
4: right and you know i just want you guys to know that most of the time if it's a song that i did play with them live i mean obviously we've been playing songs that were never performed live but when i go into one of them i we interpret it very much like how i remembered that we did it uh, and then the new ones that we tackle obviously time travel that one time we did it well there's no keyboards we're not doing that but i can imitate the that theme that the keyboard was playing on my guitar so there's always ways to interpret it and do it the way um i would would have done it during the eric Carr or eric singer era of kiss so that's exciting and and i noticed that they changed kiss actually changed some of the songs you know the way they interpret it and play it i had to learn a, a few things you know when i watched uh uh, when I knew I was going to play Tears of Falling and and uh, Heaven's On Fire with them, I had to make sure you know on on the sailway. I made sure I knew what the, what those little changes were. So I love the fact that we could just go back to what I knew and and even if we want to change it and make it our own, we do. We have that luxury and we keep it or you know very natural and organic that way.
3: Todd, what's it like for you to be up there playing these incredible songs? with bruce you know knowing that kiss is somewhere on the cruise if not standing by the side of the stage watching that i mean is that <laughs> kind of a a, a, a goosebump moment
5: i think it's gotten so surreal that it's really even hard to comment on how like like you say it'd be one thing doing those songs anywhere um you know but but doing them when i know the guys can hear us doing them you know and and knowing that. you you know whether paul stanley's in the buffet line or just sitting in his room going like wow they're playing king of the mountain or you know all hell's breaking loose or some song that he wrote you know on his couch 40 years ago or whatever 30 years ago it's kind of like um that that's a kind of a mind blower i think that we're such um like such professionals I mean that's a very loose adapt you know use of that word but when we're in the game we're in the game you know what I mean like I think about it like a, a sports uh, sense that when we're up there we're doing our thing and we I'm, I'm it's one of those things where you feel like you have to have that trust with each other you could fall backwards and someone's going to catch you at any given sure. moment so so you're so much in the in the moment but there are times honestly where especially with you know some of the earlier ones that we did the, the one we did with Bob um and the one after you know there are people genuinely emotional by whichever given song we're playing and it's moments like that that takes you right out of that game like takes you right out of the kind of like we got to get through this song and the next song is this and then you know it sort of takes you right out and you realize how important this is for these for for all of us you know what i mean so to me it's it's you know kiss has always been my favorite band The first time i ever saw kiss was in on animal eyes and Bruce Kulick was the guitar player. You know, that was had a major impact on me. I sent Bruce a photo one time. It was just a picture from that very concert. It was just Kiss on stage and it showed like a giant chunk of the audience. And I go, This is our first photo together from 1984. <laughs> 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 so it's it's not lost on me, man. It's like, and I waited my whole life to see Kiss. And when I finally did, whether it was makeup or not, I was already invested, like all of us. You know the makeup came off okay cool i still loved all those records i i i've never really lost that 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 passion for the band and so at this point being able to interpret these songs for people who really love and and cherish and believe in these songs um it has to i have to put as much passion into it as that as they're gonna hopefully get into from hearing it you know what i
3: mean yeah yeah and 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 you know, uh, again, I'll say I've been a huge fan of the 80s Kiss. I love all that material. And when I would watch those videos, it would remind me of like, God, yeah, that really is a great tune. But oh, my God, the passion and the commitment and how well you're doing it is like even more justice to those songs, makes yeah. them even better where I'm just sitting back going, wow, that's some really great material.
5: Agreed. Uh, I mean and that I, and that lineup with, with Bruce on guitar and Eric Carr or Eric Singer on drums took everything up to such a, a higher you know, it like you're saying in that era when 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 bands like KISS were playing toe-to-toe with every other band of that era, no one I thought they no one could touch KISS. I, I still to this day. Paul Stanley was at the peak of his ability. Um, and Gene Gene hasn't lost a step still to this day. So um to be able to kind of try like I say, try and get up there and wave that flag. We'll do it all day long. If they'll let us. <laughs> is, yeah. is,
3: is, is there any song from your era, Bruce, that you were like, let's try this, but maybe in a rehearsal, it just didn't work. It didn't gel. It didn't click. Cause there's bands always have that, that one mm-hmm. song where you think it's going to work, but as soon as you start playing it, you're just like, no, it just doesn't feel right. Was there anything like that?
4: I'm not, Todd, do you remember something that we were, you know, we always go over the stuff in my home first, you know, acoustically. I mean, everyone's playing a little bass amp, a couple of guitars for, for Todd and I, and then Brent is banging on his knees and stuff, you know. <laughs> but I don't think that happened. I think actually, um, and everything that we worked out and studied, we actually did perform. So it hasn't happened. Um, there are
5: certainly times on paper where I felt like, oh, well, I guess we'll see. But it always, to be honest, has always ended up working. Like there are times yeah. where Zach and I get on like a, we, ch- we text each other and going, oh, <laughs> hey, I got to sing this. <laughs> Especially yeah. all that era of Paul Stanley is like, oh, man, I'm going to have to get a helium machine and some really tight pants. <laughs> but, you know, G- I mean, Zach slays that stuff. Like he he has all that the range uh, of stuff that would largely be avoided um when it came to doing it live because it was just so challenging when you look at that era like stuff like not for the innocent gene simmons would be amazing zach would slay that but um you know so there are certainly things that we go like oh this is going to be a challenge but everybody I, sitting in this very room going over the songs and i show up and here we go here we go i don't think we've really had that that where we plugged in and thought like abandon mission <laughs> right <laughs> all hell's breaking loose is not working or whatever you know right. it's like they've right. all sort of worked i, I don't know why
4: but but sort of like your point, um, you know. I did want to mention that there have been songs that come up that I'm just like, I'm not up to playing that because it's going to be too hard for me. Because that's the only thing he, I. He
5: says that every time, but then he plays it bang no, on. He's no, like, he's know, like <laughs> that, yeah. I was 30 years old back then. I was playing yeah, at the peak exactly. of my. And then and then he plays it, and I go, that's exactly it.
4: No, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, very <laughs> kind. You're
5: very
4: kind. yeah. No, I'm I'm really uh, especially the asylum record where they were pushing me, you know, you got to remember Lee guitar playing was Eddie Van Halen was was the was really who you were competing with Randy Rhodes and and it's 85 and oh my god, the shredders there was another amazing guitar player on the boat, Brad Gillis. Okay. Yeah. Not only a night ranger, but of course in, you know, he played with Ozzy for a while and could play anything. He was killing it. I went backstage after the gig and I know Jack Blaze and Kelly pretty well. We've done even dates with grand funk together and we're friends. We've worked in a fantasy camp together. And I was just like, I'm not worthy. You know, I did one of those, I'm not worthy. And then I said to the, you know, the Brad, you know, and Drop dead right now, bastard! <laughs> I, I, I I just you know. He's he's playing like he's like it's thirty years ago, you know. And and I'll be honest. I mean, I sometimes like anyone, uh, you know. I'll be sixty-eight on Sunday, okay. I you know I'm not used to using a whammy bar the way I did when I was thirty years old, okay. So all of a sudden, you know, if I'm not careful and I do too much of any of those. You know, I call it like uh, you know athletic moves on the guitar. Suddenly, it's like ow. You know what I mean? <laughs> the rehearsal where I like guys, my hand just went like this. You know what I mean? It's just you're supposed just to suffer your it's heart. Calm down now. It, you know, performing with forty pounds of like you know, you know that costume and everything not easy when you're up there. You know, so I I, I do get frustrated at times that there's material I've been. Encouraging Chris Jericho and his quarantine thing, quarantine band. You do that stuff, okay? Sure. Uh, Joe McGinnis and the, and the new guy that they got, who's the other guitar player. They're like total shredders and musicians that can play anything. And they're also—I don't even think they're thirty-five. Okay. So <laughs> I play play all my riffs. You know what I mean? But I did some really wild stuff, especially on Asylum. It's crazy. You're supposed to suffer for your art, Bruce, and I think that you oh, don't give stop. yourself
1: enough credit.
4: And what athlete plays? <laughs> major leagues at 68 they don't you know what I mean they retire at 40 or something you know so but I do love look I'm still I I'm very self-conscious of it I I watched a lot of the um YouTubes of our performances and I know where I was in my head um during certain things because there was so much to learn for the cruise and we really didn't have a ton of rehearsal at times we didn't even know if the cruise was gonna happen you know as you can imagine Or if one of us actually, whoops, I got COVID. And then the whole right. thing in a bust. you know, we all know that. Or even if one of our wives or girlfriends had it, you know what I mean? Then it's a bust for everybody. So it was so Luckily,
5: str- Luckily, neither my wife nor my girlfriend had it. So yeah. I oh, up. yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Please don't tell and me none of you had <laughs> any
1: none of you had any passport problems so that's really- <laughs> yes, good
5: point good point <laughs>
4: but but you know we got through it and 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 I'm um, I'm just so so happy that the gigs really worked and we were once, uh, once again able to you know go go and you know really just embrace the kiss catalog that especially belongs on the cruise you know how it's sustainable elsewhere we'll see i know there's market's there's been some chatter from agents going like, can you guys come and do this? And and I, we'll look at everything. I just don't know, you know. And I don't know how strong it is compared to look you know, the cruises of Disneyland for Kiss fans, you know. I mean, that's what I always call it. So yeah. what would happen elsewhere? I'm not sure. I know other countries uh south america would go crazy for us but no one's flying there right now really i don't think it's you know it's still too much with the pandemic going on it makes it hard so we'll see where it all takes us but the important thing is that we love doing what we do
2: i was gonna say i would think it would be absolutely if you guys could do you know weekend things like friday in chicago saturday in detroit sunday in cleveland you know backline shows you fly in yeah it's easy to get to you could do three and then go home next right. weekend. You know, do the East Coast. Because re- I, I think this what you do. Plus, there's a great buzz. I mean, you know, you mentioned all the videos. I've been very fortunate. I've seen every single one of your shows because I've been on every single cruise, and they're the highlight of the cruise in many ways. And the fans through sharing those, the buzz for the band you put. Put together is extremely high and i again i don't i don't see why you guys couldn't do that sort of thing nationwide or at least in the
4: it it isn't you know necessarily the desire for it even though i i'm still my name and we're known in this very you know unique you know world of rock and roll you know deep kiss fans okay kiss you know that kiss when they when they sell out those concerts they, they turn it on to the Guy that oh I never saw them before you know and then there's the diehards and then there's the family they they pass the you know uh, the addiction of Kiss onto the teenage son or even younger and that's how they do plus the production and the you know what they're able to pull off in an arena with a multi million dollar show is an, an amazing but uh, I'm not saying there isn't the desire there's also the issue of just scheduling with our other gigs and figuring out how we can do that because I would never guilt you know, Brent and Todd to say like, oh, oh, don't do those slash dates because we have dates and they know that I'm, I'm committed. I've had 20 years of Grand Funk Railroad and usually I just need to work things around it. I'm able to block certain things, sometimes say like I'm busy these couple of weeks, you know, I really need them so I can because the offers that I have are something I want to do and they respect that. But in general, Todd will, will, he knows, you know, a lot of this also is scheduling and, and seeing what makes sense
5: it is but if there's a if there's a block of time that we can make work that sounds amazing what 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 uh what mark just brought up you know the idea of like flying out on weekends i mean i think all of us would do that because we just love doing it you know i mean yeah. and, and being able to do it, it like i said we, we are so inside of this you know i mean that it's hard for us to really have a sense of what this means off the boat <laughs> but right. i think there yeah. you know i think that all of us sitting here we live all over the country. There are people all over the country who would love to see it in Detroit or yep. Cleveland or, or or Chicago, like you say. And I think that a lot of it has to come down to the fact that, you know what, whether you know these songs religiously or not, it's just a solid band, like just kicking ass. And I think anybody would appreciate that, especially if they go, you know, Tears Are Falling or whatever handful of songs they might know. Um, yeah. But realistically, I mean, we're all saying this very modestly. I just believe that there's a, a giant army of people, all yes. across the country, all across well, yeah. the world, who but, want to see this kind of music. And and I think this this sort of, um, not I don't like to call it an abandoned or forgotten era. I just think that, it, that, that the band Kiss has has to do what it has to do. And I just think it's really great to be able to have such an expansive catalog that uh, that four guys like us can come along and play a chapter of it that, you know, that, that people really love that just doesn't get touched on.
2: Well, if it's, uh, you well, know, that's it. I mean, if you, if you build that as Bruce Kulik band playing the hits of the eighties and I, again, there's the fan base, it's, it's, it's more than just the diehards at that point, you know, the hits. Um, I think it would do very, very well. And again, there's a big buzz right now because of the videos on YouTube. I get people asking me about, that kind of stuff all the time
5: this, and kind, of, this kind of, of works out started. like a like a shareholders meeting see this is us discussing <laughs> exactly with you guys. how yeah. did this work
3: Who, well, whoever, guys- whoever, whoever thought that 80s kiss would be nostalgia now no oh, but it, it, it really though. is that's what it is for the fans from that era that's nostalgia we look back fondly we want to we want to relive that and to your advantage kiss hasn't kept that alive other than a couple songs here and there mm-hmm. so that that yeah. leaves that whole bit of nostalgia wide open to the point where you know forgetting about scheduling you know i think kiss fans right now are dreaming of geez gene and paul just bring bruce's band out as the opening act on the end of the road yeah. we hear that all, the, Is we hear that that all the the time that the most perfect jigsaw puzzle put together right there totally. open with all the 80s close with all the classics
4: well, you guys know Doc McGee. I mean, you know, I don't know. Doc,
3: yeah. Doc.
4: <laughs> Lisa, you can work some magic if you're still there. You know. I am.
0: Yeah. You
1: know I just, McGee. you know, you sold a lot of records in the 80s. And, and you were very, very popular in the 80s. Okay. you had a lot of hits. So yep. I, I agree with Michael. I think it's a nostalgia thing where people want to hear those songs. And mm-hmm. I think I told you this before. Several of the Kiss shows that I was at, and when I was out in the audience watching the show, I can't tell you how many times I was standing either in front of behind or near someone that when they started playing, tears are falling, lick it up and stuff from the eighties, people were like, Oh my God, I love this song. Sure. There was a lot of people there that loved those songs that may not have known parasite or something else that they played. So I think the, the, the popularity is there to do it. It's just finding the right way to do it. That's easy for you to, yeah. With your schedules and certain Perfect. cities are going to be stronger obviously and,
4: and I, I always was. fantasize too you know covid obviously changed everybody's schedule and timeline especially just yeah. for the end of the road you know or the end of the world tour i used to joke and call <laughs> and yeah, then COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know i think they'll be done in 2022 right that's kind of what they're putting out there and i always wonder too in 2023 um the value of what I might be able to do with my guys if it's even more important sure get, you know Absolutely. yeah
5: well 2023 is the 50th anniversary of the band am I not, am I of uh, the first album certainly right. mm-hmm. so you don't think they're yeah. going to capitalize on that of course they're going uh, uh, to they
4: yeah I don't know but they could do it with product too they don't have to n- not do that's it true. With... all right so you're saying they're not stopping all right let's discuss I I think we'll be we'll be talking about this in ten years.
0: Uh, I
1: I think they're going to stop
0: the end of the road tour in ten years.
5: Yeah, Yeah. they're
1: going to stop touring the country or the world, but that doesn't mean they won't do residencies. Yep, I could see them doing that.
4: Yep, that's true. Yeah, and cruises.
3: Twenty
5: twenty three
3: is twenty twenty three is is also the fortieth anniversary of the makeup coming off.
5: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And
4: I was there a year later, correct? Right. So all mm-hmm. the
3: more reason for the Bruce Kulik band to come out Absolutely.
4: in 2023. But it's endless possibilities. Exactly. We-
5: exactly. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about it is it really sort of, you know, it, it can be anything really. And I think that's this baby step of playing on December 30th at Vamp'd. Get your tickets. to so like that I was suddenly turned into right. like a Gene Simmons the, moment. That was a Gene Simmons moment. But it is kind of interesting to like, like to take that baby step, even if it was like whether it was the perfect time because the, the residency is not happening, and all that. It kind of made it like, well, do we keep doing it? I thought, I think we have to do it, to kind of have that first step into like out of the comfort zone of doing it on a, on a cruise just exactly. surrounded by people yes. who just we can do no wrong it's like let's go do it and see how it's received and and let the world know that we can do this off of boats you know yeah, just
0: dip your toe in the water see the temperature see how it goes you know
5: exactly but just yeah.
0: to piggyback on that i do have a question <laughs> is there an opportunity to have that show on the 30th advance um maybe like a live stream or a paper not a pay-per-view but like a for people that can't make it, you know, maybe let's say like 20 bucks and you get a link to a live stream.
3: Yes. Yes. Lisa, it's called YouTube the next morning. I know, I <laughs> <know. But laughs> probably I as it's it.
4: happening.
0: I want to watch <laughs> it as it's happening. Damn it.
4: No, I've had a few people ask and probably some people will do exactly what, what, what <laughs> Brambold said and then you'll be seeing it. But, um, you know, yes, the club. I, kinda...
0: I, I wish I could be there and I would, pay the money to see it you know what i mean
4: i understand that you know todd and i did a a stream uh during covid well it was really um you know out there a little well we did two actually um one was uh you know an actual uh part of a kiss fest thing in florida and uh uh you know i wasn't gonna go you know i mean so we've recorded you know filmed in my living room you know what i mean and presented it and then we did a corporate for somebody but then i was able to then offer it to everybody and a lot of people were like on a live stream huh how do we do that what's that you know so i i had a lot of energy in it during covid when i thought everybody would really sign up and they didn't so i didn't really make the uh effort and then look at how well people seem to film things and then and then share it with the world so just be patient or so. okay I, don't know, be but if I
0: want to support I want to support and support. understand. So, so, you know, so
4: Lisa,
3: you can watch it on YouTube the next day and just send Bruce twenty bucks. Just
0: Venmo yeah, Bruce yeah. 20. <laughs> All right. If you, I guess
5: we'll if you watch it or, the next day, you can ring in the new year with us too. There's that. oh, that's
0: true too. Okay. Well maybe we'll do a
5: fake countdown at midnight just, yeah, <laughs> just for <Clark>. Lisa.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> but but I, I understand the enthusiasm for that. But I I I there's so many other moving parts going on with it anyway. I didn't want to over just overextend myself. I hope you understand that. Yep.
2: You know, Lisa, last time we had KISS members count down into a new year, things didn't turn out so well.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I was there for that one.
0: Little laugh, <laughs> no much, no so much of a countdown, kind of missed and it and all the People,
4: time, they know? didn't, did they not get there, like, I don't know, there was something you were supposed to get if you bought a VIP to buy you know, Bruce, oh, Bruce, don't God, even no, get no, me started. Oh,
2: <laughs> I just opened right the
4: now. wound, huh? Yeah, just you just ripped off the yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Still oh, wow.
2: waiting for it, still waiting for it. It's been, a, been I don't it'll know. be a year on the 33rd. not
4: necessarily that it's Doc, Gene, or Paul, but it has to fall on them. It's like politicians, you know what I mean? When something fails, if you're the president of that country, you're at fault okay yeah. though, no you didn't do that okay personally but under your command it happened so yep. easily, you can be really angry with those guys but i in no way do i think it was intentional but then why work with people who can't handle the load of, of course you know? it wasn't intentional i know I, that's the whole
2: thing that bothered me it wasn't yeah. intentional i think there's a really good way to fix this and it's you know because and i don't remember the exact price but I think the the pay per view itself is forty or fifty bucks, right? And then everything after that was bonus. Well, you know, they they chart, You know, I, I bought the the deluxe package it was two hundred fifty bucks. Well, here's a year later. Tell you what, man, just take the fifty off. Give me my two hundred bucks back. Right. We're good. And and that's what I think. I think the band should pressure Landmark into doing. It. That's know, all.
4: I, but who knows what the you know. None of us know that story, but somebody does.
2: Sure. Sure. I I just, again, I just, I, I, you know, I, I, didn't want to, I just thought it was funny because like I said, you know, they, they did the big countdown last time and you know, nothing, uh, Nothing came of it. So
1: ask Mark how he's enjoying his uh, destroyer box set.
2: Yeah, <laughs> still not still not here this is the third Tuesday in a row since it was released. You know,
4: I've ordered from kiss online too. And most of the time it, there's times. Oh, wow. I could get revenge. You know, you know, European edition. That's a fair price. And things have come just recently. There were a few um, titles that I didn't have a vinyl of, and I figured, whoa, for 22 bucks, why not? Okay, and I'll buy an extra Carnival Souls, whatever, I could always offer it online, and crickets, right? And then it took like two weeks, and finally I get, and I paid for the $30, you know, express mailing, right? I get a confirmation that it's coming. And then my friend, Michael Edwards, who helps me archive KISS stuff and everything, next thing I know, he shares pictures of his destroyers, both of them- banged in the corner you know how us vinyl collectors are
0: oh is that michael that posted that where it came to yeah. like that destroyer yeah. can destroyed. them yes
4: party. i wrote yeah. him this morning so sorry about it you know it's kind of like it's like someone dented your car you yeah. know I mean? yeah. 100 you know, it's, it's all upset and and i do the best i can with merchandise you know stuff happens things go missing sure. things break even when you're using the best packaging but what were they thinking you know what i mean kind of thing we all say that I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's it's. I love how the fans chatter. You know, I just offered something today that that's kind of new, this wristband thing, and people are responding. And then one guy goes like, you know, he made fun of the price. You know, like you got to be kidding me. If you, you don't got something nice to say, don't say yeah. it. But <laughs> that's, Meanwhile, that's the internet, fans, man. Buys three of them. That's so the internet. Know, one yeah. guy criticizing it, and then then someone else wants three. You mm-hmm. can't make everybody happy, but still, when it comes to customer service. I I really value the companies, the airlines, the mechanics, the handymen, the people who do a good job or honor what they promise. And if they screwed up, they say, we screwed up, we're taking something off. So you guys with the gripes, hammer them and don't ever say, you know, don't let them get off the hook. It's not right.
3: Exactly. I mean, as we, as we really stressed last week, it's, it's more than anything. We just want kiss, to acknowledge they know there's a problem. A
0: problem. Yeah. That's it.
3: Just tell us you know this is going on, you apologize, and you are going to look into trying to prevent this from ever happening again. Right now, we're going, what, Mark, three weeks? And there hasn't three been a so single yeah. acknowledgment that it's a problem. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, um, you know, everyone's getting it rate. on Amazon.
4: Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I, I know the fans appreciate some communication because something re- really ironic happened to me. So I sold out, I mentioned earlier, I sold out hours of Rockologies. People were just Eric Carr crazy. And I mentioned it because we did a couple of the deep songs from that record on the cruise. And then I realized I could get more. And as soon as I knew I had them in the house, I hate doing like take someone's money when I don't have it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I have it in stock. I start posting back in stock. I don't know that my PayPal... Something happened that's broken. People are visiting my site. I can't order. What's going? On? I don't know. I'm flying home from you know uh, East Coast with Grand Funk, you know, from Baton Rouge, and then finally I get one of my guys that helps me with the site on the phone. I couldn't reach my other friend who runs it, and then they said, "Go to PayPal, click this, and everything will be fine." So I realized I missed like 25 people did not, you know, they couldn't order. They wanted it. So yeah. the girl who does my site told me. Be sure to email those people that it was wrong. It wasn't their fault. PayPal screwed up. We do have it. We don't want you to miss your opportunity. And as soon as those emails were sent out, people will go, bing. You know what I mean? They're buying. So I agree with you guys that just a message from them would go a long way.
0: You know what? Being in account management, that's what we do. If something messes up in our product or whatever, the first thing they want to know is that we acknowledge it and we're taking care of it and everyone's fine. They don't care. It's if there's crickets and we don't acknowledge it at all, that's where the problems start.
4: Of course, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I true you with know, every business. Yeah, certainly, you know, I I do know they care and they don't like, you know, Gene and Paul are not that way that they think like, hee hee, we don't care, we got your money, ha ha. I know them well enough and I know it's not that. Whether they're insulated by it or whether because it's epic rights and it's their problem and how or why, I don't know. But I, you know, again, you know, and I'm aware of how you guys feel because I look at those things that 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 it, it should be handled by the people who have, you know, are the you know like the president of the country. You know what I'm yep. saying? And Gina yep. Ball Paul the president of that. You know, was, they, that,
2: that's the, that's the frustrating part is I've talked to people very extremely deep in the Kiss Camp and especially about the 2020 thing, and they they said, you know what, that's that's out of our hands. That's that's landmark, and I'm like. No, it's not. I mean, yes, it is. But I, I bought a KISS product. I didn't buy a Landmark product.
4: Yeah, I know. And, and when they make the other deal and then that bo- person drops the ball and it's their responsibility. But, you know, you guys are going to be angry with KISS, not Landmark. You don't know who the hell they are. Correct. Correct. Well, and, I, and like I, you
2: said, you know, I, I've been a utility contractor for 30 years. I've done quite well for myself and I, I, I've had employees.
5: Do you want like to invest in, in a rock car. band?
2: Yeah, 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 no doubt. Is is, is slash looking for investors? (laughs) (laughs) But but that's just the whole thing. It's basically just me. I I, it's it's all it's all customer service. You know, if if you help somebody out,
4: it works out. I I mean I I I I feel for it because I know it's happened to me too. I get crazy when I, i'll return something and they, they only accept it priority mail and it's costing me you know x amount of dollars and then i don't get the refund and it's weeks go on and i'm i'm writing customer service and then finally i get i'll call the credit card and say like, i'm not paying it you know what i mean this is what they did and then and then finally i hear from the company so i get it i don't, I don't know what to tell you guys but but hey, but hey
2: but before we do. go on to that I, I tell you what you you're talking about doing tunes and you and todd you mentioned not for the innocent are you familiar with the demo where gene and paul yeah in different parts
4: yeah yeah well, i'm we, just
2: just dropping a hint that i think <laughs> you and zach could do that really
4: good oh now we're not only are we going deep with another track from a record i have nothing to do with <laughs> but we're going to the demo version of it <laughs> right Obviously, anybody knows but the people who know the demo you know oh boy oh, we're going oh, to be that that's <laughs> that's
5: that's been on the list unfortunately for bruce it's just sort of like a, bruce has been amazing about that things like earlier on i was very sort of like bruce didn't play on this we can't play all hell's breaking loose or something like that even though i knew the, the kids would love it um mm-hmm. but Exciter and all that kind of stuff and i think to, to bruce's credit when i when you kind of like what well, didn't hear our argument about it but just sort of like i just think as an opener this will crush it was sort of like yeah it, it will kill we have to do this so um and and getting Bruce's take on the solos that he didn't play is always cool I think.
4: Well I have to interpret it I have to interpret myself lately so I may as well interpret everybody <laughs> else.
5: Exactly yeah. Now you know but, how we feel. Yeah, try God, and it, sing try and sing uh I'd fight hell to hold you. Oh I know I know. <laughs> oh, God, what a great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: No I you know you got to do the 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 guitar solo for no no no.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I handed that over to uh the guy, uh, Chris uh, You know, I, mean, Joe McGee, <laughs> I handed it over to Chris Jericho. You know. No, I could kind of do some of that. Uh oh God, I'm I'm telling you, you're killing me, you know.
0: That is one hell of
4: a soul. Ask yes. Todd a question because I'll be right back. I just got to okay. one more thing. Okay. I'll be right- now we Hi, can talk todd. now we can talk behind talk his back right in
5: front of yeah. his face yeah, yeah now tell us the truth todd what's it <laughs> yeah. like working with Bruce <laughs> yeah. exactly it's a living nightmare on am <laughs> well so tell
1: so why don't you do this right now todd share with people where they can reach you and what you've got going on aside from this uh show on the 30th of december you're heading out again with slash soon or what do you got what have you got going
5: yeah on? there's a new slash album coming in february so we have two singles out currently um the the album comes out february 11th we head out on the road i believe early february we start so um it, it it's taking us into the spring i mean it, it's such a wacky time everybody's making up dates for old guns N' roses dates that are uh, they got to make up and a bunch of stuff so it's going to be very interesting it's coming out on gibson Records, so for the first time ever gibson oh, i guitars. saw that i
3: saw that that's
5: cool we play gibson guitars because we want the best you remember that from the back <laughs> of the album so now to be on the actual album like the the record label is very surreal um but i've been with slash it'll be 12 years in march so it's yeah. it's pretty surreal um but again like you know our singer is in uh, Alter bridge slash is a big part of guns and roses obviously so it's it's very staggered and very project-oriented. Are you,
3: are you working yeah. around Slash having to
5: record a new Guns N' Roses album? Uh, well, we're working around that schedule regardless. You know what I mean? It's just sort of the way it goes. Um, but you can reach me at Todd Kearns. Uh, I'm Todd Kearns on everything. Todd Dammit, Kearns on Twitter. I'm easy to find. Bruce is back. We first. need a
2: Detroit date. Yeah. Todd still
0: hasn't accepted my friends' request on Facebook, but that's
1: okay. I haven't? No, yeah, because I'm just nobody. Wow, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, well, oh, I think I think guilt. you guys are i think Ouch. you guys are playing like 10 minutes from my house in probably march i think they're coming to mystic lake
0: i have to I'm see if they're coming to atlanta oh but that's right because i'm not his friend he might not care yes. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Wow.
1: wow
2: well that's wow. the problem for me Ouch. they're playing they're playing 20 minutes for me after, but it's in another after he
3: country.
4: just sang happy birthday to you lisa yeah poorly Jesus, lisa God. <laughs> wow wow All right. So what other burning questions do you guys have so we can wrap this up soon? I know these things go on very well. Okay.
3: Here, here, unless the internet is wrong. And as we know, the internet's always right. Uh, I think today was your anniversary of signing your contract with KISS.
4: Wow. No, that is correct. Yes. And I'm missing the most important page. God damn it. I swear to you. Every time I (laughs) want to go back and like relive, uh, what did I sign? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I knew I was in the band already. So signing the contract was just, um, you know, the formal thing, like, would you do at your wedding? You know what I mean? Right. Um, so it really didn't mean anything. And, and ironically, my, my big, biggest, you know, kind of recollection of the excitement of going from that filling in guy to actually getting the call from Paul after they knew they were going to send Mark St. John home because, you know, I had the home field advantage when I was out there during Animal Eyes. First of all, I did really fit in well. We know that. And I was comfortable with the guys and I really wanted the gig. But I, I didn't treat it like I'm going to sabotage, you know, the other guy. He had his shot. I knew that that I I just fit them better. It was the right thing. And that was fate for Kiss and me and and all the fans. But I just remember when I got, you know, the, the news, um, I could just remember, you know, uh, just – calling a couple of friends and me going like, Oh my God, I just can't believe it. Now I'm actually going to be in the band. Although that was the pre-internet age. So news traveled very confusingly and slowly. And it wasn't really until the asylum record that, you know, everybody got that I'm the new guitar player of the band, but that was okay. I was very thrilled to be, it's just a weird way to join a band. It just really is, you know, but it it was what was supposed to happen.
3: Yeah. It's kind of like, living with your girlfriend for a couple years and then just one day saying okay let's just go to the courthouse and make it official
4: yeah (laughs) it it was but but the fact that then that guy is going to test out the other girl that he was supposed to be
3: (laughs) (laughs) kind of realized that you know it it was they were testing them out the same night on the same
4: stage right (laughs) (laughs) in front of people yeah it
1: was an ab comparison. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it, it well and you know I have to admit because I knew how happy they were with me and I gotta think some lawyers or the business people told them you got to give him a shot you got a contract with him you can't just dump him because he got sick you know what I mean and now he's yeah. well there must have been something like that because I was even though I had to accept it and by the way I was going through a really Uh, kind of a renaissance thing for myself personally that i i needed to really focus on love everybody hope hope the best for all there there was not a bad bone in my body it was positive thinking and be supportive of everything because if i if i went down that i always make the analogy that nancy carrigan and uh uh, the the, the ice oh yeah yeah that you know what i mean i could have been like trying to you know, knock out his knees, you know, backstage or something, you know, whatever, you know, the, I'm what going did tri- you do to his hand, Bruce? What did you do to my exactly, hand? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so so it, it was just a surreal thing to suddenly have the guy that I, you know, he never had, a, you know, like he didn't establish himself in the band enough to not let me steal it from him, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Yep. You know, I had that opportunity, you know, yeah, He he played on most of the record. Yeah. He did a video. Okay. Yeah. And he took photos with them. But no live performances, not, nothing like that, really, in front of the fans. And suddenly, it's me, you know, with my knees shaking, running out there as Spruce, Go- you know, Spruce Bruce. Okay, that's what I was called because Gina Ball running around like cockroaches on the stage And <laughs> parts, you know. And Animalize was a great record. There was really some good material there, you know, the play. Plus, we were doing stuff from Lick It Up. That stuff we'll, we'll get into. That stuff.
5: I'm sure they weren't really it, they were in such a weird position, having already placed replaced ace which was a, right. a monumental thing to have to deal of with but the settling
4: on vinny and but yeah.
5: committing to vinny and then the vinny thing just kind of like getting away from to him. let him go because he and went, then you bring in mark and right. that's not working out it yeah, must have just been a,
3: i i remember back then i felt like every issue of crane i was going to open up was going to be
5: announcing a new kiss guitar player exactly, in that
3: era
4: yeah. Yeah. And, and and to here. that point, yeah. my one of the first interviews I did. So, what do you feel like you bring to Kiss? And my word was, I thought it would be like, "Holy, I, I don't know if it was or not. I just said stability. I'm here. I'm ready to play. You yeah. know, I'm not I'm I'm Jimi Hendrix, you know, and turn turn the band upside down. I'm I'm going to be the stable guy to do the right job." And that's why it lasted the 12 years. Obviously. But that's Absolutely. huge. Yes. You know, that's huge. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm just I've never been more enthused. Uh, There was something about the pandemic and my connection with the fans and everything that I kind of learned and and experienced with that connection that, that makes me feel like so fortunate to still be playing guitar, but not only still be playing guitar and entertaining people and being creative, but to be that guy, that guy who played in Kiss for 12 years. But you've earned it, though, Bruce,
1: because like we've talked about before, I've said this to you, you are the hardest working musician I know of when it comes to social media, engagement with the fans, follow through. So you've earned every bit of that respect and that and that loyalty because you, you didn't take it for granted. There's a right. lot of people from your era um, in the 80s that still think it's 1980 and, yeah. and it, it, they don't work on social media and they don't want to interact and that's i think hurt them
4: yeah yeah that was choices i you know i i I admire todd for his he's very always giving a lot of great content to his fans and he's never stops too you know uh and i have to admit that uh, i have so much to share i can't get to it all there's things thrown at me all the time hence me waking up at you know five in the morning you know and lisa knows already not to uh i'm okay i i feel fine i just i want to get get these things done that I want to do because they're all related to uh, my career and, and my, and my fans and my, uh, and I take great pleasure in it. Or, you know, obviously there's guitars involved and there's, you know, fun things that I, that I get involved with that. I just love, you know, with uh, you know, what I don't love is I don't necessarily love flying for four hours and stuff like that, but I can always keep myself entertained with what it is, uh, I've accomplished in my career and my connection with those fans. So I want to thank all of you and your support. And, and I, I know I got a band filled, uh, with kiss fans too, uh, of musicians that I respect. So it makes it full circle and they know I'm, I'm nuts. Lisa knows, you know, I mean,
3: <laughs> Bruce, Bruce, my final question to you, any chance at the Vegas show you'll wear your asylum costume? Ah, there you go. No, no, no. That's, that's, <laughs>
4: I, I, I did. it is you vegas wear off, you can
0: still wear it, it. it is
4: vegas exactly yeah. <laughs> vegas. during covid i was able to get my radioactive suit back the uh-huh. jacket fits okay
0: and i know you can't no way
4: but take even taking it out of the house i think is just like i needed like 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 you know some sort of armed guards you know what i mean that's what i think of that thing you know i'm telling you so no i think i'll be in comfortable cool rock clothes and it's about it's about the playing, you know. It's about the. you exactly. could
3: you could make the whole band dress like Kiss in Asylum.
4: There you go. Uh, yeah. I could, but now you're talking Brent Fitz language. I think, right, Todd?
5: Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't find enough neon pink and green to pull that yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. I'll do you my. Who's Jericho? He, he, went
4: of tears oh, of he yep.
3: I was going to say, who gets to wear the pinata pants in your I band? Was like,
4: yeah. When I saw that, I know we, we had, I mean, Chris and I are good friends and he knows everybody in the band. So this is not in any way, any kind of like, I'm not doing that, but it's funny to see a wrestler's body in Paul's kind I of, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. And he loves that stuff. He's got so much respect for my era of kiss and, and he loves all my guys. They, they know each other from Canada he grew up with Brant so it's very funny and and i and i see how popular chris is it's really really i get a kick out of it i do i do eric, eric would would go like oh oh yeah the bruce Kulick band the bruce <laughs> Kulick band he calls it right did didn't i think that's what eric was calling it. pretty so much funny. yeah so why wouldn't i be flattered by that come on i mean of imitation is best form of flattery we know that right of course you know so all right guys all right one all right. more
3: one more plus yes. when when and where is the show
4: all right. So it's it, you know, it's in Las Vegas. It's not on the strip, so you don't have to deal with the traffic there. You'll take an yeah. Uber about 20 minutes away to lovely an area called Las Vegas. It's very close to my Lexus dealership, right, Todd? It is. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, and it's called Vamped. It's a beautiful club. You know, that club originally Vince Neal, I think, bought. It, it used his? to be called it used to be called Feel Goods. That's right. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, right. No, yeah. no, yeah. oh. Okay, there you go. There's a little yeah. history. Yeah, a little, little trivia. Yeah, and then the count, of course, the, you get the, the the vamp kind of thing, vampire yeah. mm-hmm. blood and all that, you know. Yeah. and actually, his uh, lovely wife Corey uh, runs the club, mm-hmm. and it's we actually rehearse, you know, at at uh, the count's place. He's got a produced, you know, a production studio and everything. And Stony, his guitar player from uh, his band Count Seven Seven Seven, who was playing there New Year's Eve. So if you're in town for my gig, you should stay and go to New Year's Eve there. Also, yeah. That is the rock club. One of my friends who moved from L.A., who is a big publicist, when I told him about the gig, when he came to the Grand Funk show at the Nugget, he goes, that's like the whiskey of, of L.A., you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. just a known you know, uh, venue. It's got great lights and sounds. Anyway, you can get the tickets at their website or BruceKulik.com. The, the, the link is there. And it's about we'll go on probably about nine, nine thirty. So it's early enough will be done that you could still be alive for New Year's Eve the next day. Okay. Exactly. But you know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Vegas. We know that. Okay.
3: Unless it's all on YouTube the next morning. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. Are you going to do any sort of uh, special like t-shirts for the night?
4: Not for the night, but I am going to finally offer a shirt and I know it will be available at the venue and, um, and, and it's part of the VIP package. But people can buy the shirt it's just my new i call it the bruce gulick star shirt and I, I do have plans for a band shirt if we do get you know an actual string of dates i didn't want to do that for yeah. one gig you know i mean it doesn't make any sense but um this th- this shirt i'm going to offer on my website next year but it's pretty cool it's got my that new logo font and a nice star that's kind of an homage to Las vegas actually it looks will cool.
1: You, we, will we you believe. be selling the shirt you're wearing that night
4: no, no, that's only for the auction. No, I won't. Be. <laughs> I mean, you might we sold about one of the guitars though, maybe. Yeah, know. we sold the shirt yeah. off of
1: Bruce's back at the auction. It was good. Yeah, the
4: auctions are so much fun. I mean, and again, <laughs> I, I like that it isn't known by Hundred thousand people, and it's yeah. more like six thousand people. But yeah. but when the people who are great on that page, and Tommy, you're one of them, and so is of course Peter Corey and Kenny yep. Bagley these people. Yep. And when they go like Bruce, you're gonna offer the hat, right? You know, come on, it's a New Year's hat. You're gonna offer it, and hey, then man. like gives me, you know, like a hundred dollars for the hat, and it's you know, I go. Lisa, we have to sign this. Can we sign it? Yeah, yeah. And sell me a <laughs> shirt, too. I, it, it's just I, 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 I just giggle about it. You know it.
3: you know, KISS fans, Bruce.
4: It's all about merchandise
3: and merchandise and yeah. merchandise. But, but someone I do actually,
4: I want, to, I want them to know I really did sweat in the shirt, and I really did play that guitar, and I really did, you know what I mean? So well, I someone actually
1: messaged me and wanted to know if they could buy the glass you were drinking out of. And I'm like, oh my god, I love no. that. <laughs> my wife is oh yeah, it's a set of four. And I took on that one. You didn't
0: know?
5: I took it home actually. Oh. <laughs> they just want to take the they want to take the DNA from the cup and create their own Bruce Kulik clone. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Oh there my you god. Go. Now you just <laughs> just insert your own sci-fi film from there, I think. <laughs> totally. Yes. I'm like, no. Bruce, no. the
4: auction page is great. And I have to say that uh you yeah, know, if any of you people are, are collectors out there who weren't aware of it, kiss live auctions. It's a real yeah. easy. It's no it's no membership. You just click on it. You answer a couple of questions, you know, which is probably like who's the bass player uh, in, in Kiss, you know what I mean? And there you go, and you're in, you know. And, and then you watch. it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's always about Peter. Correa. You can just watch the nonsense that goes on. It's always yeah,
0: you don't even have to buy anything. You just got to watch mm-hmm.
4: the exactly. But yeah, but Peter. there are some really obsessive collectors that I I you know and I've those are also people that I know. I mean, some of them I've actually reached out to to kind of like what would you, one has like a couple of really creative daughters, you know, who are into graphic arts and things. And I'm telling this guy, Dave, I go, I want to talk to your daughters. I go, I want to pick their brains, you know, let's have a chat. And we actually chatted and they were throwing things at me. I go like, well, I do have this. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I'm working on this and doing this. And then they would throw some ideas that I realized, well, I can't really do that because that's I'm pushing the, you know, the envelope a little bit too much. So yeah. I'm just saying uh, that whole collector world though it's out there and Kiss is probably one of the biggest bands that uh represent that. So yeah, um, I'm I'm trying to do it as as uh, tastefully as possible. And is you, that one uh, of
3: those crazy collectors on this show right now?
4: I bet I bet. But Todd oh, yeah. has always been into merchandise too. It is damn it wear clothing and he offers a guitar. In fact, That's for awesome. this show, you know, we do have a couple of sponsors, ESP. I should mention this because I didn't get a chance to promote it, but ESP is giving a guitar that anyone that's in that building bought a ticket can win at the end end of the night. It's, you know, in other words, you don't have to stick $5 in a raffle jar. That's not legal. Okay. We don't do it that way. You just, you'll get a ticket because you bought a ticket and you get a little stub. And then I'm going to draw that at the end of the night Um, prestige, which is the company that Todd works with makes his very, you know, unique shaped guitar that he'll be playing that night. They're, they're involved and so is Honer, the uh, harmonica company, because Todd's a good harmonica player. I didn't even know that, though. I'm not letting him play it that night. Okay?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just
1: want so to a- know. Now we're not going to know.
4: Exactly. That are- yeah. <laughs> than, uh, uh, people. He, he's very multi talented, you know. What no. else do you offer there? Some uh, child like little bibs and stuff. Right? <laughs> oh, on my on my thing, yes, we have
5: everything. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the the damn it line is just a ridiculous. Well, you know, we all we're all Kiss fans, so it really can't get it. It there's not there's no line. There's you no limit. There's no yeah. limit. You just go crazy. Yeah, just put it yeah. on. All anywhere. right, this,
4: I got a question for you, Todd. This is like a, a three sides of a coin exclusive because I've okay. never asked Todd this, and it's always bothered me. Please tell me the history of damn it where or how. Damn it became your nickname. Oh uh, well, when I was young, uh, you
5: know, back when I would go and see Kiss play uh, during the Animalize tour, um, we were ver- we were really into punk rock, and you had to have a name like Johnny Rotten, or they'd always kind of so all these people would attach some kind of last name, so you'd have your first name, and then they would attach some kind of punk rock sounding thing. And so Todd, damn it, sounded like the expletive "god damn it." So it just sort of yeah. made sense, and it's sort of been hanging around for years. And it's just sort of it went away, and then it came back, and then it went away, and it came back. And then a friend of mine made a "damn it" T-shirt for me for my birthday, and I wore it on stage during a DVD we filmed in England for Slash, and that's when everybody went like, "Ah, okay. Where, where do yeah. I get that shirt?" And I go, "This is huh. the shirt. This is the only shirt." Like, and so then, then it went in, like, "Damn it, where?" Right. And then it, a, when it started so to become popular enough that. Yeah. Uh, you know who knows? I'm always dumbfounded by you. You want this? Okay, sure. Put right. it on a put it on a lunchbox. You know, no, we not that yet. Why we should why do not.
4: That. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Whatever you've done with it is creative and it's fun. Well, but I, I didn't know you know, I've these-
5: spent money on Kiss stuff. That's a Paul Stanley Iceman right there. I know. I know. An and there's a Gene Simmons axe bass right there. <laughs> nope, so you know, the nope. house is full of stuff that. You do know, you know, have lawyer. a Bruce Kulik guitar in there? I have. A, really, I you have, have two. I have two mini ones over there. Yeah, the main one. Actual. Okay. Yeah, Mike's I, got I, I may yeah. or may not have stolen
4: some from his house. He's probably wondering, where's <laughs> <know>. that guitar? <laughs> I
5: know. <Well>, go <laughs> check your
4: inventory, Bruce. Yeah, you well, better check it. your inventory. Have a, a, an actual damn it where story. Now, I now, it's not a Canadian nickname thing. It was just something that happened back then, right? To
5: be honest, when I came, when I eventually moved to Las Vegas, the best, thing, and I, I recommend this almost to anybody, if you're going to reboot yourself once in a while, it's kind of right. good to go to a place where no one knows your history, no one knows that you've right, had right. gold albums in some distant country somewhere, no one cares, so you just become Todd, some musician guy and uh and the Todd Dammit thing went around and Vinnie Paul our dearly departed friend from Pantera mm-hmm. used to call me Todd Dammit. he didn't even know who Todd Kearns was frankly I get it okay so you would just, so he would just scream okay. across uh, right.
4: across casinos Todd Dammit, and I'd go right oh right. Vinnie's here <laughs> so
5: it kind of uh it just really no, kind I, of stuck
4: and, and Todd is very I mean all of a sudden it was like this week it happened because you just celebrated a birthday Lisa says to me did you know that it's Todd Kern's day in Las Vegas? <laughs> the mayor? And I'm like, really? You know what I mean? Oh, cool. you know what I mean? Let's support him. Okay, great. I, I think that says
5: more about the fact that they just give those titles away to anybody pretty much. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you've got a star up in
4: Vancouver, right? Yeah,
5: yeah, they've they, done. They, 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 you know, that's it's such a bizarre thing for me to think about. But yeah, that exists as well. I'm on a piece of real estate in in Vancouver, Canada. Exactly. Just, no, I you know, deserve I, every bit of these
4: accolades. Oh,
5: start!
0: Right. That's right. Thank God. you. Thank
5: that's you right. very much. That means look, a lot.
4: Paul, you know how respectful he is of you, Paul Stanley. We've run, ran into them. I know when you guys were talking about what do you think they're thinking? Well. They they go better, better Todd is singing it than me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's thinking. Okay. And 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 Gene knows the band. I mean, he knows everybody. He's played with Brent and he, You know, everyone, it's Kumbaya. Eric loves my guys. Obviously, how did they wind up on the heaven song that we put out to yeah, that I charity guess. for the Pauli Z Foundation? You know. Mm-hmm. So there's a great, uh, you know, kumbaya symbi- symbiosis going on here. And Las Vegas is going to rock on the 30th of December. And I want to thank you guys for having us on the show. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Thank Bruce you, guys. And Todd. Thank, thank you. you. This is a great it. pleasure. Really a lot of fun.
0: And Todd, right. you'll be in Atlanta on the 18th. So I better get like a.
5: You will. You will. Yeah, and, and there'll be and red friend, carpet involved. There'll be. I want sparklers.
0: I want fireworks. So
5: exactly. I up. The first I'm wondering how uptight post- the COVID restrictions will be, but hopefully we can see you at least. Sure. Oh, absolutely. The first
4: gig uh, after the pandemic that Grand Four, or during the pandemic, pandemic still, that Grand Funk was able to do, it was in Atlanta, actually. And, there and I got go. To see, so she she took me around. I was, of course, high maintenance and out of my mind. You know. <laughs> what kind of no, place get out no, of here? That's you
0: crazy talk. That's crazy talk.
4: You got to see, and that gig was so hard for the band because I'm telling you, you take 15 months off, and you you don't even know what you're doing when you yeah. get back out there. Now yeah. it's right. like I could I could you know I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean. You were it's, a
0: little stressed. You know,
4: oh, it's a, we all were. It's you know, luck. it was just a, yeah. Well, all right. Don't. Sh- sh- <laughs>
1: Todd, Todd, just friendly uh, connection
4: with Miley. Yes, I, I'm working He's on that. Okay, He's, he didn't yeah. he didn't run Is into it? moving traffic. He's going to survive, right? <laughs> because everybody was worried about me. I was worried about me. I couldn't believe I was out in the world again. It was crazy. But that's why good friends like you guys. You know, Tommy, I got to hook up with you as well. It says uh, I have to. I yep, have to I yep,
5: make some cuts yep. before I add Lisa to my. Oh,
4: list. you
3: can't add more oh, friends. Yeah,
0: as thanks as a lot. Of, uh, thanks so
3: hey, much, Todd, just cut Bruce.
4: <laughs> there you go and cut Not me you know <laughs> just pick one in the most remote country possible you know you know maybe indonesia or something Get are uh, get lisa no you want, you want team, me
0: in there you know
4: team kulik she'll be team damn it believe me i'll, I'll keep no, an fair. eye on it i'll keep
5: an eye on it somebody somebody will drop off i don't know yeah, don't yeah. Know what happens there? Don't get
4: into Facebook jail or something, and you'll have yeah, something bad will happen. And least we yeah. right, will win. All right, you know thank that. You, thank you so
3: much, guys. This was a real pleasure. All
5: right. Happy Always holidays. And to you, happy holidays. Yeah. yeah happy thank holidays, you. Guys, guys. Everybody, stay safe.
4: Yes. Everybody in December, have a happy birthday. Okay. Well, yes, birthday. that's true. Birthday. So many birthdays. Birthday. Yeah, yeah. All
2: right. All right.
4: Take bye. care, guys.
2: Uh-huh. Bye bye. Oh God! I gotta go to the back. No. Hurry
3: up. Nope. Get a bucket. Nope. 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 Can't go potty. No potty. He just
2: hit the record button. Go. Yep. Yep.
0: Oh, yep. No, forget about it now.
2: Just it's bring the right. phone in the bathroom with no, you. I'm
0: not gonna bring the phone in the bathroom. Just
2: do that ten of twist thing that I see on TV. <laughs> just just Lisa, just pinch it off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the ten a twist. work. are you trying to make me pee with Mark? <laughs>
3: Come on, let's make Lisa pee on the show. <laughs> Izzy went poop. Lisa can go potty. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, hit record. This is gold. We we are recording. I've got yeah. all of this. Oh. So anyway, yes, everybody. If you're in the in the Vegas area, go check out Bruce and Todd and everybody on on December 30th. It's gonna yeah. be, you know it's gonna be a great show. You just know I'll be
0: the Envy. I mean, I I so wish I could be there. Oh my God, what a great show it's going to be! If anyone ever saw their performances from the ship, if you were there live or you had a watch, fantastic. Like I had to do on every song. It's like you never know what's going to happen next. So so when they play the next song, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe they're playing this. Phenomenal.
3: And they play them all great.
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
2: Well, yep. Tommy, nailed the, Tommy nailed something I was going to bring up, and it's so true. The songs live sound so much better than they do on the record. It's, they it's really amazing. They really do. Yes.
1: It, it, they really do. I just remember seeing them on number eight, and I was standing next to Kyle, and we're just like, mm-hmm. our jaws dropped to the floor. It was that. It was so freaking good. Now, I expected it to be good. But it was unbelievably good, and and
0: okay, so and Todd Todd singing it to a whole nother level. I mean, but I
1: knew, but I knew, a, I knew that Todd was a good singer. It wasn't even that; it was more just hearing it put together live in that environment was just it was perfection.
3: Uh-huh. So,
0: and now you add Zach Throne into that mix. Uh huh unbelievable just that's such a solid band so incredibly solid
3: yep yep and 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 you know i like bruce was was talking about it's not like they're just completely mimicking gene or paul vocally they are themselves great vocalists but the way they sing fits gene and paul so well that you'll sit there and go oh whoa yep that's great yeah so if you're in vegas go check it out and you know hound bruce tell him you want him to do more shows yeah i, mean, I think this is a case of if but you got yeah, to support, support it but you have to support it
1: you guys can't sit and say well i wish they would and then go oh you know i'm just not feeling kind of tired tonight you've got to go buy the buy the ticket and go i
0: think it'll and and for these kind of shows for them to do something like this and to play um you know shows they have to work around their existing band schedule yeah so i mean it's not like they can work i mean this is it like so if they they do something like that and come to your city go because it's not something they're going to be able to reschedule or do again or you know they're working around their professional schedule
3: you know yep uh homework for this week i i think a good question would be in bruce's era And let's just stick to that, even though on the cruise he expanded a little bit outside of the stuff he played on. But for albums that Bruce played on, what deep cuts would you like to see this band dig up and play? How about Burn Bitch Burn? Oh, he wasn't on that album. Damn. I think it would be fun to have a Burn Bitch Burn. Oh, Brian's
0: doing Burn Bitch Burn right now.
3: Is he, is he putting a log in your fireplace?
2: <laughs> that, well, that she, really quick, if he, if he Michael, does, she'll put it out shortly.
0: Brian said, Brian said that was the, that was the first kiss song you ever learned, right? Yep. yep. See, that was quick, Mike. That was quick.
3: That's the lyric has ever written. Hands ever, down. Did
0: you, ever, did you ever watch Craig Gass do the roast? Yes. He does. He does. Um, um, what's his name? Um, um uh help me out the guy from uh, um
3: it's like talking to my wife i'm like you got to give me a little more a uh, little more and, here
0: and not uh Ro- not robert De there al pacino he okay. does al pacino and he does the book of animal eyes and he goes he goes from the book of animal eyes and he does like the lyric and he goes i want to put my log in your fireplace you really do that? oh my god it's hysterical sorry go ahead.
3: so anyway give I us like give, give us give us the deep cut from the 80s that you'd like to see bruce and his band dig up i think that's a good a good homework question because mm-hmm. who knows maybe bruce will look at that and go that's a good idea we'll try that one
2: hmm Hey, by the way, I want to apologize for sucking the air out of the room with that talking about Kiss 2020. It was like, like oh no, I, you know Lord what? Fucker. Actually,
3: no, I thought that was very interesting because you got Bruce Kulick, a member of Kiss, uh-huh. talking about what Kiss is doing here.
0: Because he even had his own personal experience.
3: Yeah, over. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah,
2: maybe, maybe, oh, pure, maybe, pure dumb luck on my end. All I know is, is I was just trying to say. Yeah you know make the joke and i'm like oh boy i'd fucking you know put that boner right into the fucking ground so no
3: no i i think that was great because that that that's that was like a discussion that bruce would not normally do in an interview oh. anywhere
0: no
2: uh-uh. hey by the way the uh the puck drops in three minutes no. okay, Oh, okay no so wings. once again right. this show is it's around on time.
0: <laughs> oh and hey guys by the way uh minnesota fans uh steals really will kicking your ass on thursday night
3: oh please lisa don't say something we don't already know big hold deal. on a second hold on wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. hold on number one i couldn't care less but i just find it awfully odd this season how well the steelers and the vikings did against detroit just just leaving that there
1: yeah no i look my team is All done right. for the year right.
2: so right. yeah so yeah i mean if you won't beat won't us, us
1: oh no deal. i don't
2: care I, I, but i just think it's funny we have no room we have no room to rah-rah at this point Correct. Correct. Like, and-
3: i mean i mean i i knew when we were playing when before the detroit game started i'm like we're just gonna lose somehow it's gonna lose we will lose because it is detroit we have to lose and 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 the funny thing is i was um actually in minnesota when the game was happening or no no i wasn't where was i i was uh You certainly weren't in Minnesota. No, 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 no. I wasn't in Minnesota. Where was, I can't remember where I was, but I wasn't able to watch it live. And I was getting the text updates on my phone and I'm like, oh, like less than two minutes left and the Vikings just scored. They got so fucking lucky to win this game. And then I come back and I go, they lost. How the fuck did they do that? <laughs> how the hell did they lose? Just like I'm the like, tie- Oh, four seconds left. Detroit throws a touchdown. Boom. The Vikings. I'm like, that's the way the Vikings do it.
2: Well, uh, don't look. I don't even want to hear that. W- w- look, it's, it's fucking first week of December. The Lions celebrate their first victory. I, boo fucking who on, on how you guys. Oh, I know, I know. I
3: Mar- know. Mar- Mark, Mark, you, Mark, your, your team is completely like, all written all right. off. I'm just saying, yeah. it's just like, Lisa, don't don't threaten the Steelers to beat the Vikings because that's not a threat. That's a promise. You're going to be. Oh, beat see, we see yeah. that
0: now. But you you saw our shit show. I don't know, Michael.
3: Have you seen our shit show?
0: Well, shit yeah. show and shit show.
3: Did you see the I, shit show that beat our shit show? <laughs> I'm hope. I, look, I'm I'm
1: actually going to root for the Steelers because I want to see them clean house. I want to see us get rid of the GM the coach everyone needs to go we needed so I want them to lose
2: so you want to become point. the lions
1: uh, no because that's almost an impossible it's a mathematical impossibility you no one think, has no one but, has losing down like the lions
2: <laughs> that is true but that's exactly what we did well we got rid of everybody cleaned house and hey how's uh
3: you forgot to refill your more? house
2: yeah. How's one win feeling? <laughs> Again, like I said, I'm, I'm just so fucking past it. My, I gave my season tickets up. I don't watch it anymore. I'm just done. So, you know, I'll, I, I try and watch, uh, uh, you know, I've always, cause well, you guys know, I, I go to Tampa a lot and I've always just kind of watched the box. I mean, this is before Brady. Uh, oh yeah. Know, and I, they're
1: kind of my second team now too, because I want to eventually get down there.
2: Yeah, so again, I've always followed Tampa sports, be it baseball, especially hockey. That's like my second favorite team, the Lightning. So,
0: um, anyways, nobody likes the Steelers.
2: No. Well, the funny, like I said, I just found it funny that most of my friends who give me shit football wise, almost exclusively, are either Vikings fans or Steelers fans. So I just thought this this year was an anomaly. Because neither one of them could run their gums at me this year. I know. I, I,
3: I don't think I gave you shit at all this year. Because I knew the no, Vikings, no, no. But I'm I just... knew the Vikings were
2: crap this year.
3: Yeah, sure this year was going to be a shit show. We
2: we'd love to be your crap. What do you What do you guys got? What five <laughs> wins?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's five
2: times Here, here's a than here's than a
3: homework. I'm throwing this homework question out for me. I'm taking suggestions for teams that I should start following now, and and I will. I will first say it can't it can't be the Steelers, it can't be New Packers. England, and it can't be Packers or Dallas. Yeah, yes. those four teams are out. Now, never all, will happen.
2: All I got to say is this: the NFC North is the biggest fucking joke in the world. It, it is that that division just sucks so bad, and and I got to give my buddy Russ a little bit of crap because the Vikings, in the long run, are just they're the Lions. They haven't won anything. The Lions haven't won anything. Yep. Both Chicago and fucking Pittsburgh, or excuse me, both in talking about NFC North, both Chicago and Packers have won the Super Bowl.
3: It, you know, at least the Lions don't tease you every once in a while, like, oh, we're going to be really good and then blow it like the Vikings well, do. Really shitty. The Lions are just like, we're just flat out crap. We are just crap. Well,
2: that's I guess that's my point. The Vikings was the last time 1977 that they went to the Super Bowl. Don't be wrong. At least they got to go. But I mean, it's not like it, you know they've been a relevant team in the last twenty years. Again, you know, have they, they, they had they, some te- minor they, te- they
3: tease us with, "Oh, yeah. we 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 might do it, we might get there," and then it's like, "Oh no, that field goal went far right. Thanks a lot, fuck you." Or, "Hey, let the Detroit Lions score with four
2: seconds left."
0: Yeah, that was pretty much. That was pretty bad. It was, was- like it was almost as bad as the Steelers tying. That's. Ugh.
2: No, I think the Steelers tying was worse. I really do. Because the Steelers, number one, that they were the Steelers played our backup quarterback, yeah. and our normal quarterback isn't good. You, they <laughs> played the backup and lost or tied, excuse me. That's true.
0: <laughs> You're right. Good point. All right.
2: All right. So, well, let's wrap this All up because right, so I guess, got, okay. we got to
3: wrap it up. So, you got your homework questions. If you are on YouTube, please subscribe. Please follow on Spotify. Please subscribe on iTunes. Uh, that's it, everybody. We'll see you next week.
2: So, you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.